home of Super Bowl 58 between the 49ers and the Chiefs. This is KPIX CBS News Bay Area. Well, right now in the afternoon edition, first alert weather, the live look outside right now. The Bay Area is finally starting to dry out. Actually saw a few rainbows out there, but the break in the wet weather won't last long. With another big storm and another forecast set to slam the region this weekend. Good afternoon. I'm Ryan Yamamoto as the Bay Area is still cleaning up for that first storm. A second atmospheric river is headed our way that can be even more extreme. And that means more fresh snow in the Sierra. Take a look at the conditions right now. This is at Donner's Summit, the road completely covered in several inches of snow. And that's good news for ski resorts, but if you drive in it, well, that's a bit of a challenge. So we're looking forward to that. Um, supposed to have a nice Saturday, so we're hoping lots of people will come out to enjoy all this beautiful fresh powder that we're getting. We make every effort to keep the highways open 80 and 50 at all times because they're such vital links. Um, but it only takes one or two spinouts. Uh, so let's check in with meteorologist Jessica Birch in our virtual weather studio. And Jess, I know you've been busy tracking that next wave of storms. But in the meantime, if you look outside on our tower cams, you can see a lot of rainbows outside. Rainbows, rainstorms, sunshine. I think we kind of have it all for us today. Today is a mixed bag of everything. It's still first alert weather day today as we gear up and get ready for a very hectic weather weekend ahead of us. Now, here's the thing. That area of low pressure is still sitting offshore. That's what's bringing in this unsettled weather for us in the atmosphere today. We'll see pop-up storms throughout this afternoon. Very identical to yesterday's forecast. Yesterday, we even saw a tornado all the way up in Sonoma. The last time, well, we've seen 13 actually since 1950, but still, that's something to put into perspective. This is a wicked storm as it continues to build in from offshore, and we're gearing up for another atmospheric river that's going to move in this weekend, bringing the Sierra, like we were just talking about, anywhere up to around 40 inches of snow as we head into mid-next week. Now, back here in the Bay, as we take a look at what's going on right now, we're just seeing these pop-up storms continuing to linger around our Bay Area. For the most part, we're seeing light activity when it comes to that rain. San Leander just got hit with some moderate pockets of rain. Now that's starting to track off into the east, closer to Concord and Lafayette. The more south we go, the drier it gets, at least near Fremont right now. This storm cell right here is continuing to track off into the east, hitting Milpitas, Sunnyvale, all the way over in the Los Altos. Now, we're going to continue to watch this on Futurecast as it develops into the evening hours tonight. It looks very similar to what we dealt with yesterday. You might want to keep the umbrella handy just to case, but when it comes to localized flooding, that's the concern for us heading into this weekend as we gear up for another atmospheric river. And I'm going to break that apart for you and time that out for you coming up in your first alert forecast. Ryan. All right. Thanks, Jess. Southern California will also take a hit following torrential downpours that dropped a month's worth of rain in just a matter of hours. This happened in Long Beach. The flooding so bad and so severe in some areas, you can see a lot of those drivers got swamped and they got stuck in all that water. In Orange County, Swift Water Teams conducted multiple rescues, including a man trapped in the rushing water and another hoisted to safety by helicopter. Further south in the community of Seal Beach, water flooded homes and stores, expensive and frustrating for residents and business owners. The city's pumping station, which we rely heavily upon here, did not function clearing out this side of the street. This isn't a new problem, but it persists and it persists and it persists. Well, stay with us for continuing weather coverage. You can find First Alert weather updates anytime at KPIX.com or watch us streaming on the free CBS News app. In Contra Costa County, two people are in the hospital after crews had to rescue them from this burning home. Flames broke out last night in the community of Pacheco on Temple Drive. Four people were trapped inside. Crews were able to get them safely out. And witnesses say two of the people rescued were in bad shape. 
One was sent to the burn center, another sent to a trauma center. Neighbors say they woke up to the smell of smoke and sounds of screams outside. There was flames coming out of the living room window and the door and in the roof on, on the corner in the front. Smoke coming out of the garage area. And there were two women in the driveway crying. Um, they were on their knees crying. Yeah, just frightening there. And crews knocked down that fire earlier this morning. But Con Fire credits working smoke alarms for helping everyone escape alive. So far, no word on what caused that fire. Well, for the second time in the month, a Berkeley City Council member has abruptly called it quits. And while she dropped the mic in the middle of a meeting this week, she is not dropping out of the race for mayor. Andrea Nakano spoke with her and her opponent. This is the last place you'd expect a council person to call it quits. I wish you all the best, but I am resigned. Right in the middle of a public meeting, but that was the point. And at this point, I feel like the processes in City Hall are broken and the people on the council have no idea how bad it is. The Kate Harrison is now in her second term representing District 4, which covers the downtown area. While the announcement was sudden, the decision was not. Harrison said she'd been thinking about it for a while. It came in the middle of a discussion about spending $7 million to put up cameras at several intersections, a project she ultimately ended up opposing. So we have seen a steady but slow erosion of democracy. We got rid of the policy committees a few weeks ago. Why? That would have been a great place to talk about this proposal, which has some merits. I feel like people are trying to, to silence dissent in the city. Even her fellow council members like Sophie Hahn were caught by surprise. Hahn didn't get what Harrison exactly meant by broken processes. I have to tell you that it is a mystery to me. I do not fully understand, I don't even partially understand what she is referring to. Because Harrison is less than halfway through her second term, the city will now have to hold a special election to fill her spot. It also means Harrison's district will lose its representative. Not having uh, the full number of council members that the people of Berkeley expect um, the city to have means that on one or another issue, the votes might not be there or might fall differently. But by putting the spotlight on Berkeley city politics, Harrison's hope is that in the end, it's the people that will benefit the most. I wish you all the best, but I'm resigning. The people of Berkeley need to have a say in what's happening in their town. This town doesn't belong to politicians. It belongs to us, the people. And Miguel Robinson gave up his District 7 seat and his mayoral bid last month, saying... City politics are just too toxic. There's a special election in April for his Southside District near Cal. It's unclear if Harrison's District 4 will be added to that or done separately. To the economy now, a new jobs report is stunning Wall Street. Retailers brought on 45,000 workers in January. The healthcare industry hired 70,000 employees and jobs in professional businesses services. Well, those increased by 74,000. In all, the U.S. economy added 353,000 jobs last month. That's almost double what economists had expected. Wages were up by 4.5% from a year ago. That means workers are continuing to earn more than the inflation rate. The big job numbers come as many major corporations are announcing layoffs. American Airlines is letting go hundreds of customer service employees. 
UPS says it's cutting 12,000 jobs. There are also a number of tech companies scaling back from Google to TikTok. A report shows there were more than 82,000 layoffs in January, a 136% surge from December. So let's take a look and see how Wall Street is reacting to all this news. It was a bit down earlier this morning, but now trending in positive territory to end the week as it's now up 240 points.